This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Jerry Falwell Jr. Fallout. What his wife is saying about her extramarital affair with the pool boy. They met here, poolside at this famous hotel. She's the hottest first lady at any college in the country. Then... Night of chaos. And the man shot in the back by a cop. His family says he's paralyzed. Plus, the wild, wild speech. The best is yet to come. Is the loud lady gone? And Melania's big night. This is a chance for the first lady to try and show a softer side of President Trump. Then, actor Kevin Hart. He was stricken with COVID-19. And the woman who says an alleged squatter won't leave her tiny apartment. It's so crowded, she has to brush her teeth in the laundry room. Why she says she can't get rid of the woman living behind this door. Can we come in? Hello? Plus, could 2020 get any worse for this couple who had to postpone their big wedding? Let's face it, 2020 has not been the best year. (laughs) What are you going to do? Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It is a stunning fall from grace for one of the top Christian conservative leaders in the United States. Now the wife of Jerry Falwell Jr., who has stepped away from his role at Liberty University, is speaking out. As Jim Murray reports, she says it was torture keeping quiet after a former pool attendant threatened to expose a long-term sexual relationship he says he had with Mrs. Falwell that her husband knew all about. If she's the hottest first lady at any college in the country... The wife of evangelical leader Jerry Falwell Jr. is speaking out about the scandal rocking her family, her reported eight-year-long affair with the former pool boy at the world-famous Fountain Blue Hotel. We couldn't take this torture anymore, and so we went public, Becky Falwell says. Jerry resigned to protect the reputation of the university that he and his family spent their lives building. We're learning more about how the affair started. The Falwells were on vacation at the Fountain Blue in Miami. The year was 2010. Pool boy Giancarlo Granda says Becky Falwell saw him flirting with several young ladies at poolside and told him, those girls don't know what they're doing. You need someone with more experience. She invited him to her room. She goes, but one thing, my husband likes to watch. And just then, he comes out and he's wearing a Speedo. According to Granda, the relationship continued over the years. He even released a recording of a conversation with the Falwells in which Becky expresses jealousy. John's been very busy lately. Yeah. His new thing is, like, telling me every time he hooks up with people. Like, <laughs> like, I don't have feelings or something. You don't make her jealous, though. Yeah. Oh, not trying to do that. Like a week ago, I was in tears for a whole freaking day. It's like, I hooked up with this girl at dinner, and then I got 
Burr. And I'm like, completely depressed. You don't care about me anymore. I'm not as crazy as I used to be. Falwell admits his wife had an inappropriate personal relationship in which I was not involved. He claims Granda tried to extort money from them, something the former pool boy denies. We must unite behind Donald Trump and Mike Pence. Falwell spoke at the 2016 Republican convention and is credited Thank with you. securing evangelical Christian support for President Trump. Becky appeared in a 2020 campaign video interviewed by President Trump's daughter-in-law, Laura. And we're just so proud of our students. We try to teach good family values and good morals. She's the hottest first lady at any college in the country. Liberty University has as part of its honor code a strict prohibition against sex outside of marriage. Another night of unrest in Kenosha, Wisconsin, where protests continue after a police officer shot a man multiple times in the back. The incident was captured by a cell phone. Now, as Megan Alexander reports, the man's family says he is paralyzed. Chaos on the streets again. The National Guard was called in as fires raged in Kenosha. The protests started out peacefully. And across the USA, in New York and LA, there was steely anger. But trouble erupted in Kenosha after cops tried to enforce an 8 p.m. curfew. Ear-splitting noise was played to break up the gathering. A mattress store was looted and torched. This ATM was ripped off the wall. WDJT TV reporter Pari Cruz. A lot of uh, injuries were reported and a lot of buildings were damaged as well as fires that were started, you know, including the building that you see behind me. This used to be one of the buildings for the Wisconsin Department of Corrections. And I mean, now just look at it. The violence stems from the Sunday night shooting of 29-year-old Jacob Blake, who was shot in the back by police as he got into his vehicle. Seven shots were fired, four hit him. We are learning from uh, Jacob Blake's father, Jacob Blake Sr., uh, that his son is paralyzed from the waist down. We spoke to former L.A. police sergeant Cheryl Dorsey. There were several other things that they could have done rather than shoot him. Knock him down to the ground. I would rather him wind up with a busted up knee than be paralyzed from the waist down having been shot in the back. LeBron James spoke about the shooting after last night's Lakers game. Why does it always have to get to a point where we see the guns firing? At the opening of the Republican National Convention, Donald Trump Jr. addressed the civil unrest erupting across the nation. Small businesses across America, many of them minority owned, are being torched by mobs. And speaking of the RNC, First Lady Melania Trump will be the featured speaker at night two of the Republican National Convention. She'll be speaking from the newly redone Rose Garden. As Stephen Fabian reports, last night the convention kicked off virtually with some fiery rhetoric. It's the fired-up convention speech everyone's talking about today. You have the ability to choose your life and determine your destiny. Former Fox News host Kimberly Guilfoyle delivered a passionate message to America. The best is yet to come. Very, very uh, forceful speech. Forceful is one word for it. Is the loud lady gone? I'm scared. 
she really made an impression on Stephen Colbert. This is the first time in my life I've had to turn down the volume on C-SPAN. Guilfoyle, Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend, took no prisoners, even taking aim at her ex-husband, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. Take a look at California. The Democrats turned it into a land of discarded heroin needles in parks, riots in streets, and blackouts in homes. She was really fired up during that speech. Mary Bruce is ABC News senior congressional correspondent. It certainly was an animated speech. I will say that. She brought a lot of passion to those remarks. She really did paint a, a pretty dark picture, a warning of what could happen if Donald Trump is not reelected. You have the right we we also heard from the gun-toting McCloskeys, who faced off with protesters outside their mansion in St. Louis. What you saw happen to us could just as easily happen to any of you who are watching from quiet neighborhoods around our country. It's been reported that some production veterans from The Apprentice are helping to supervise the RNC. Look, the reality star president wants to put on a show, and he has brought in the producers from his former program, The Apprentice, to help him do it. Donald Trump was not a fan of the Zoom-like virtual style convention the Democrats put on last week. He wants this convention to have a very different feel, a very different tone. Tonight's headliner, First Lady Melania, will address the nation from the renovated Rose Garden, which she helped design to mixed reviews. She cut down Jackie Kennedy's trees, exclaimed CNN's Anna Navarro. But Megyn Kelly says, I think the new Rose Garden is beautiful, understated elegance, and a classy look. So what can we expect from Melania? Here's a preview from her spokesperson, Stephanie Grisham. I can tell you that every word in this speech is from her. It's very authentic and it's going to come from the heart. It will be one of her longer speeches that she's given. And I think the American people will be really excited to hear some of the things that she's going to say. In addition to the First Lady, Eric and Tiffany Trump are also scheduled to speak this evening. More than 5.7 million Americans have had COVID-19, and it turns out comedian Kevin Hart is one of them. Hart's revealing that he tested positive for the virus about the same time that Tom Hanks announced that he was battling COVID-19. Here's Les Trent. Kevin Hart has just revealed that he had COVID-19. This quarantine. I decided to open up. The comedian said he was diagnosed with the virus in March, but joked that he didn't go public with his diagnosis until now because I had it around the same time as Tom Hanks and I couldn't say anything because he's more famous than I am. In New Jersey, the owners of this diner are defying the governor's orders and allowing indoor eating. Are you guys both confident that it's safe to dine inside. Absolutely. Brian and Debbie Brindisi say they've been cited more than a dozen times for allowing customers to eat inside. The state came in and changed the locks on your on your tried. business, right? Tried. And you, they tried to. You changed them back. Right there in front of them. And you have been threatened with arrest. Bring it. Bring it? What am I going to do? I'm still going to run my business. They say they are taking all the necessary precautions, requiring face masks, hand-free sanitation stations, temperature checks, and keeping tables six feet apart. Do you feel safe for your health? I yes. feel more than safe. I feel very safe, very clean here. And now that schools across the country are reopening, teachers are in need of proper PPE. We were there as more than 1,000 face shields were donated to the Newark School District. 
The country seems to be getting a handle on coronavirus cases nationwide, with new cases falling by at least 5% in 31 states, though they are still rising in a dozen states, which includes Texas, Florida, and Arizona. A New York City woman has learned the hard way. If you're going to rent to someone, check them out first. What started as a short-term rental has led to a long-term headache. Zamra Cagliano reports thanks to COVID, she cannot evict the person she calls a squatter from her home. Wow. Imagine living in a tiny apartment with an alleged squatter. It's been over 14 months of pure hell, basically. The apartment in New York City's Tony Greenwich Village is just 650 square feet. And the woman being called a squatter by her roommate lives behind this door in the bedroom. Hi, this is Ann with Inside Edition. We'd just like to speak to you if you're here, if you're home. Can we come in? Hello? Heidi Russell says the woman behind the door moved in a year ago and was supposed to pay $2,000 a month rent, but hasn't paid a dime in over a year. Why can't you evict her? Even though she's a squatter, uh, the city says that she has these rights. That's true. The pandemic has put evictions on hold in New York City. Heidi says she took the woman to court, but the judge ruled that the alleged squatter would be allowed access to the apartment for the foreseeable future. The situation reminds some people of the old sitcom The Odd Couple, female version. Can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy? To say they are not getting along is an understatement. Heidi says the alleged squatter sprays COVID-19 disinfectant everywhere, even on her. There was uh, three instances where she actually raised the bottle and sprayed like the back of my neck. It's a tight fit living in this small space. This was a photo taken before the alleged squatter moved in. This one after. Heidi says she has to brush her teeth in the building's laundry room because her roommate has taken over the bathroom. So who is the woman living behind this closed door? She's been identified as Kate Gladstone. On social media, she describes herself as a TV producer and a, quote, happy New Yorker. How has your life been turned upside down by this? Oh, it, it's just uh, unconscionable and it's, it's unimaginable. We'll be right back. Next, Meghan Markle backlash. We all know what's at stake this year. Is she taking sides in the election? The call to strip her of her royal title. Plus, could 2020 get any worse for this couple who had to postpone their big wedding? Let's face it, 2020 has not been the best year. <laughs> What are you going to do? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. More controversy for Meghan Markle. She's among many celebrities encouraging people to vote this election. And that's got some in the UK saying she should be stripped of her royal title. Backlash for Meghan Markle over remarks. We all know what's at stake this year. I know it. I think all of you certainly know it. It happened during Meghan's appearance via Zoom at a virtual town hall, encouraging women to vote this November. We can make the difference in this election 
and we can and we will make the difference in this election. By law, members of the royal family cannot vote in elections. They must remain neutral. Now TV personality Piers Morgan is calling on the Queen to take away Meghan's royal title, the Duchess of Sussex, along with her husband's. The Queen must strip the Sussexes of their titles. They cannot remain as royals and spout off about foreign elections in such a brazenly partisan way. Bette Midler is coming to Meghan's defense in her usual in-your-face way, telling Morgan, oh, bleep off. She's joined by the Good Place star, Jamila Jamil. She's smart, strong, opinionated, rebellious, beautiful, happy, and has everything they never will. She's a terrifying threat to patriarchy because she doesn't fit the stereotype for women. And for the record, Meghan, who did not endorse any candidate, remains an American citizen and retains the right to vote. It is the countdown to the change that we would all like to see for the better for our country. The general election will be held in just 69 days. When we come back, Blake strikes again. Their big wedding got canceled due to COVID. Then a huge storm popped up during their scaled down ceremony. And since this is 2020, of course, literally as they were saying, their vows, lightning strikes. This bride and groom are about to recite their vows. Let's face it, 2020 has not been the best year. <laughs> As if on cue, Mother Nature crashes Aaron and Denise Sawitzki's ceremony on a beach in Massachusetts. As we started to get ready for the wedding, um, you could hear thunder in the distance. And while Denise was saying her vows, I was looking behind her. I'm not laughing. It's not funny. But I just. No, it is funny. I think it, it's it is. It's, it's hilarious. It's, it's... We, I was. You can see in the video, I started laughing. Aaron and Denise were supposed to get married in June, but like so many other couples, postponed due to the pandemic. When they finally tied the knot over the weekend, it was a much smaller event outdoors. But they never expected this striking moment. <laughs> Check out the photo of lightning striking the shoreline. That's pretty unbelievable. It sums up the year pretty perfectly. Everything that can go wrong well. will go wrong. <laughs> We're pleased to report that at the end of their reception, a beautiful rainbow appeared over the bay. The omen is sunny skies are ahead, so. Yeah. <laughs> when we come back, the message found in a seashell. Finally today, a stroll down a beach and a very special message. A young lady hands her grandmother a lovely conch shell they came across on the beach in North Carolina. Oh, it's got a note in it. It's all a big what? setup. Behind her, down on bended knee, is her happily ever after. We wish them all the happiness in the world. And that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. 
Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.